Hi, I'm Sean Healy, and you're listening to Tools. Hi everyone, Sean Healy here, personal development educator and NLP trainer, and welcome to podcast episode 115 of Sean Healy Tools, a podcast intended to help us have the best quality personal and business relationships we can. So welcome to today's episode. This episode 115 is entitled Parenting Role with Adult Children. Um, an interesting thing, adult children. (laughs) Um, Even that would indicate that there's something of a clash here um, that we need to navigate. Um, If you're you're parents, of course, you've you've watched your children grow and develop and change from very small, helpless, totally dependent individuals. um, And that process of someone needing you, someone absolutely admiring of you and looking to you. Um, there would be times in um, the, uh, the framework of parenting and raising a child that you've, you've, you've met those demands well, and then there would be other times where probably that's, that's created some resentment and you, you haven't met it as well as you would like. Um, and then we want, we want to pass on our values, we want to pass on our ideas, um, we want our children to grow into strong and independent individuals, um, yet sometimes we're not necessarily prepared for the consequences of raising functional children, because this can actually, ironically, there's anxiety around, um, you know, having an idea that your child is not ready for, for the adult world, um, and that that world is getting big and rapidly sort of changing all of the time and we're we're dealing with things in the world that we never had to deal with before so there's the anxiety of of that um but then there's also the anxiety of of that your kid doesn't need you anymore um so it's not a one way street of going if i just create a functional child and you know i raise them with good boundaries and enough discipline but i don't negate their spirit and their zest for life, um, then all will be good. Um, however, ironically, sometimes the independence of our children can actually um, cause anxiety in us because it, it's a very significant role change um, from going from a directive um, kind of parent space to more of a companion, um, more of someone who instead of telling your children what to do or imposing your advice without necessarily asking whether that's welcome or not, um, or managing your anxiety by trying to manage your child's behavior, hey, what you're doing over there and your life choices are now making me nervous, so stop that and do this instead. Um, Especially when we're trying to advise children who are going into, who have their own personalities and their own area of expertise for which you can't follow, which you don't have actually any um, uh, competency or experience in. So, you know, we're recognizing where, you know, the older a child gets, probably more and more we're coming up against the boundaries of our actual competencies as an individual. Um, You know, I know how to help and assist my child in this area. I've always been good with finances, Um, but what I'm not 
where what I am limited in because of, you know, how I grew up in my family system is I'm not actually very good at acknowledging and managing uh, people's emotional space. You know, my, my go-to around that sort of stuff is to, instead of helping you sit with your emotions and acknowledge them, I'll try prematurely to make you feel better, or I'll demand that you just let that, you know, water off a duck's back, you know, because maybe that's how I've learned how, how to do it. Um, so I'm not very good at facilitating people who aren't like me in, in their emotional process journey, um, or any other number of things that, that, you know, we're, we're all human beings, we're all doing the best we can, but we're also understanding that we have limitations. Um, and are we trying to push in and advise from a place of anxiety, um, uh, rather than stepping back and letting adults be adults? Um, and it sometimes is useful to, you know, I come across a lot of dynamics where I can very much see that, um, Parents of adult children are struggling to navigate, um, you, you know, the emergence of a new style of relationship because for 18 or 20 odd years or, you know, however long, um, we've fallen into a habituated way of relating. We've fallen into a certain set of conversations. We've fallen into a level of comfort about what we do and don't say. Um, and then all of a sudden our child is going out into the world, they're getting introduced to new family systems and ways of doing things through new partners, um, they're bringing back ideas that are not like our family system did it, maybe, you know, they're, they're taking on a different set of spiritual beliefs or a different idea about sexuality to the one that originated in the family system, or perhaps they've got different ideas about money or prioritization of what's truly important to create um, a lifestyle going forward, not to mention um, moving into an adult world um, at a time in life where our, you know, we're likely we, we're likely to make some, you know, in our late teens, early twenties, um, you know, there's a process of kind of learning about life and making certain choices, and not all those are going to be uh, ones that are necessarily in our best interests. <laughs> um, so how, how do we, how do we navigate that phase? Um, and, it, and again, this is where, you know, the dynamic of, of, of the parent child journey doesn't stay fixed. It always changes because we're changing. Our, our, our children are growing and changing. Um, and so the, to come back and kind of from time to time, re, redo the relationship or, or in, you know, we get fixed in this idea from a sense of security and stability. Oh, I know my child. I know what they're like. Well, you know, aspects of them, you know, even we can't truly say we even know our partner, even after years and years, they can still surprise and delight us. And, and so too can our kids. But if, if we're still trying to bring old relating paradigms from the time when our children were young or teenagers, and we've refused to uh, adjust our style and start to explore a more open and adult way to deal with each other, then we are fostering, if we can't break out of, and we, if we're struggling to see our children as truly as adults standing on their own two feet and for better or worse, figuring out life, much like we, we did too. There were parts of growing up, I'm sure that many of us would concede that there were areas of life that came very easily to us. And then there were other areas that were deeply frustrating and deeply mystifying. And, you know, um, 
for better or for worse, we figured out solutions for that, or we brought somebody in to help and advise us. Um, but if we're consistently still trying to tell our children what to do, um, especially if we haven't been asked, if we're still trying to micromanage the behavior of our children, um, if we still feel we're entitled to that because I'm your parent, then I would probably suggest that that's not now a genuine connection, that's an illusion of connection. Um, that we are putting our the idealization of a role before the actual reality of a relationship with, with somebody. And then we've got to look at why that is. Why why am I refusing, even if my child has requested, please um, let step back and let me try to figure out my own life, please. It's the only way I'm going to figure out how to become self-autonomous and functioning, but also um, be able to effectively find my way in group dynamics too. Because if we're looking at that element of, you know, how do I support my child in healthy differentiation, which is the, the idea that I can be... Um, healthily a standalone individual but at the same time healthily part of a group and that, and that's always a, a dynamic and from time to time and situation to situation sometimes we'll do that well and sometimes we won't um, and under stress where, where does my child normally go do they suddenly withdraw and go very strongly into their own stance or do they move in the opposite direction and give their authenticity away just to become um, a compliant member of a group um, and then maybe sit and seethe in resentment um, be, because, you know, the, the togetherness has come at a cost. It's conditional togetherness. Um, so part of, you know, the parenting role in my mind is is that the, the legacy the legacy that we leave as parents doesn't it doesn't um, it doesn't stop it just changes so that when we become the parents of adult children or, or you know late stage teenagers then what we're modeling to them is when they become parents how does their role and involvement in their own child's life going to change with the times change with the dynamic in a more healthy way, which is as I start to pull back and I start to allow you to drive and direct your own life and experience your own consequences and then generate solutions for that. And if you want to come and ask me about what I did at that time in my life, then I'm going to share that with you without having any um, sense that you need to take my advice on. Um, so we go from a more directive role to a more sharing role, a more guiding role, a more mentoring role, but on a, at, an, at an invitational level, not at a judgmental level. It's kind of like, you know, because if you want a reference for this, you, you, you probably look at how you deal with other adults. Um, and do I treat my adult children, do I give my adult children the same degree of respect that I would give any other individual? Um, or am I way more invasive and insistent and demanding um, no, no, you need to do this or you need to do that or this is how you sort that out. Um, and especially when we haven't been invited to to contribute. Um, uh, you know, which we're, we're, we're sitting in our own anxiety of allowing a person to have their own life. We're trusting that what we did was the best we could do in our parenting and now over to them. Um, you know, you are now responsible for yourself. I'm now responsible for finding out how I'm going to metaphorically fill the gap in a healthy way now that I'm not as involved in your life. Um, you know, because we are the steward 
uh, of a child's life, so to speak, if you want to look at it. The children don't belong to us. Um, uh, you know, we are the pathway through which they, they come through. We give them every piece of support to develop and then over to them after a certain point in time to, to, to live life. Um, and the same probably goes for people who are entering into second and third family dynamics where you've now got step, you, you know, you've now found yourself in a role where you're the, um, let's say the step parent metaphorically or, or, or literally if you, if you, you know, however you want to kind of look at it. But, but that role for adult adult or late teenage children they're not looking for another parent or a, a, you know what they you know so the 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 role is there to support that child's biological parent for whom you're a, you're you're partnered to and also to support the um, the, the the child but but that's it you know you're not you're not stepping into a, a dictatorial judgmental directive kind of role Um you can try, but good luck with that because my, my pick would be you're going to get a lot of resistance and pushback rather than going, how do I position myself as a supportive person in, in this adult, you know, or emerging adult's life? So, you know, it's it's worthwhile if you want to really have as healthy a possible relationship with your adult children as you can, that you really start to look where out of your own anxiety and anxiousness, you fall back on old ways of doing things. You know, it was easy when I just told my kids what to do and they just bloody well did it. Or if they didn't, there would be consequences. I would punish them um, and and going, well, that that that's not what they want from me now. That can't be, you know, that can't be done now. And, and how's my role going to adjust? So that I'm having a, a, I'm not stuck in the role and having an illusion of a connection with my child, but rather I'm moving into an adult dynamic where I'm having an actual connection with my child. And of course, the consequence for that is we become more, way more vulnerable. So there's the potential to get hurt from time to time. There's the potential to feel rejected. Um, but there's also the potential for massive love, joy, and a far more integrous and personalized exchange with your adult child. And I think it's well worth it to put ourselves into that space of anxious, you know, to, to take that risk to go, okay, I'm in some ways I'm hiding behind the safety of my old role as a parent. And, and now I have to come out from behind that safety and deal with an adult individual um, and treat them, you know, so if, if you want a kind of a reference, sometimes, you know, if, if a friend of yours is sharing something, depending on the quality of your relationship, you can hear that friend without necessarily judging. You can let that friend work their way through to a solution and you're just kind of there as a soundboard. You know, can you do the same kind of thing without bringing fear and intensity to it when your adult child chooses to share something with you about their life? Um because the way you manage that is going to make a big difference going forward as to whether they continually decide, you know, it's safe to share with my parents um, or no, no, I have to manage my parents. I have to kind of be careful what I say to them, um, you know, or I have to put a slant on it because I, you know, so, so now there's this kind of, um, you know, impression management of, of the relationship um, that takes away from true intimacy. So, um, yeah, I, I think, you know, once, you know, once kids start to hit that 14, 15, 16, 17, and, and certainly up from there, more so up from there, but the, the process of really starting to consider, 
you know, how specifically would I like to be? Um, what's my intent around having a relationship with my child once they become an adult? Um, so that I'm seeing more of the adult part of them and, you know, I'm, I'm holding in precious memory those delightful um, memories of them as a child, but that's not who they are now. Um, and again, what does that sometimes bring up for us? It, it can bring up grief. It can bring up pain. I've, you know, I've certainly sat with parents who have just very openly said, I, you know, I don't want my children to grow up. Um, and that's okay, but that's, 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 that's our stuff. Um, and if we, we, we need to, to grieve that, but we, we can also be open to the joy of going and who's in front of me right now? Who, who is this adult that's standing in front of me right now? And, and how do I work towards, um, the healthiest possible relationship the two of us can have? And if their life choices are creating anxiety for me, then that's about me. And how do I manage my anxiety rather than trying to continue to direct them, um, to sort my anxiety out? How do I break my old parenting habits that are actually getting in the way of an authentic relationship. So we're looking at our relationship as far as if some tips going forward. Um, one is, we, like I said, we, we're putting some thought into the kind of relationship that we want going forward. Um, we're very being very mindful when we're, we're triggered to go back into old directive, demanding ways of doing things with our adult children when they're sharing stuff that makes us anxious and vulnerable. We're being aware that we're triggered in our vulnerability and our intensity and we're managing that rather than doing that by demanding our adult child behave a different way. Um, and we're, we're looking just to kind of be more open and more accepting of our child and more allowing that this person's adult and, and their life course is now over to them. Um, and when we do, um, have the privilege, you know, again, we're very respectful of boundaries. Um, we're, we're not jumping in with unsolicited advice, um, driven by our intensity and anxiety, um, and, and constant critical judgments on what our child is doing because that those things have become so automated. Um, but our, our children can hear those things that are probably so habitual to us. We don't even realize, and it's just our, in our conversational style now, but, but our adult child is hearing that and their meaning making is you're, you're critical of me. You're judging of me. You don't trust me as an adult. And, you know, how, how do we break out of those, those old habituated ways of relating that worked when my child was young, but now the only thing they serve is to keep an illusion of connection with the adult child and not a genuine connection with the adult that's in front of me. So how do, how do I, how do I work on having as healthy a possible relationship as I can with the person that's in front of me right now? Um, so I hope that helps a little bit. Um, but I think it's a, you know, it, it, again, like life is transient, life moves. If you've got some grief, uh, around that, you know, you, you know, but that's people are born and people grow up. Um, and, uh, you know, it's, it's getting to the acceptance that that's life. If we're thinking back on our past and the times when we perhaps experienced frustration when our own parents didn't see us as adults and what that did to the, the connection, um, how that caused us to attack or withdraw um, and go, how do I break that cycle? I don't want to carry that cycle through. Um, I, you know, I want 
you know, I want the healthiest possible relationship I can have with my adult children going forward. And like I said, that that I'm recognizing, you know, when the anxiety is provoked in me and I'm managing my own anxiety around what's going on. I'm managing my own anxiety around my child and letting them just work on, you know, um, taking the reins of their own life and, and figuring it out for themselves, knowing that they're going to be better uh, as a result for that. Um, and, you know, I'm, I'm open in a non-judgmental way to just, you know, I'm a friend, I'm a, I'm a place you can come for support, I'm a place you can come for acknowledgement, validation and nurture, um, and I just, you know, I, I couldn't be more delighted to be part of your life. Um, and like I said, we're sitting in how vulnerable that can actually make us when when we're relinquishing the old role and creating something new. But I think the value that can come out of that is is way, way surpasses the risk. Um, and I might do some more around this because, you know, I think this does involve elements of psychological defense and and uh, it's a demanding journey and we're doing the best we can. And if we go into old stuff, all we can do is look at it, go, okay, that's where I went back into old ways of doing things. I'll, I'll I note to self and how would I do that differently next time in our next exchange Um and that's where we have compassion for self. We keep working and we've got our target of going, I want the healthiest possible relationship I can with my adult children uh, going forward in life. Um, so thank you for listening to this episode. Um, as always, if you've been following along the show for um, an extensive period of time, I'll write the way through my profoundest gratitude. Um, thank you so much. Um, and if you're just joining us, welcome. I hope you found the episode interesting. If you want to support the show, please go to iTunes, download, subscribe, leave a five-star review as it makes it easier for others to find the show. And I think, you know, the more we can have education um, on our adult dynamics and improving them, the, the better quality of life we're going to have. Um, uh, additionally, um, available. This, this, this show is uh, available on uh, Podbean and Stitcher and also the episodes can be reached at the website emergencetraining.com.au and uh, also check out the Sean Healy Relationship Resourcing Series on YouTube. Some of the same topics just covered from a slightly different angle and of course on the medium of YouTube. So um, that that tends to uh, create some differences in the way things um, uh, come across. Um, but I hope you've enjoyed the episode. I hope it gave you something to think about. Um, it's it's an amazing and very very challenging journey. I wish you all the best with your parenting journey, whatever stage you're on. Um, and uh, until we're with each other on another episode, bye for now. <laughs>